Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Are you happy with what God is doing in our midst? The Lord in the midst of His people is mighty. In the name of Jesus. In our seated position, let's uh, worship the Lord for His testimonies. Your name is Yahweh. Your name is Yahweh. You are the miracle
thank you for this testimony tonight. Lord, we thank you because you are the doer. None of these testimonies could have ever been done by us. Your message showed up. Your faithfulness showed up. Your loving kindness showed up. You brought that your son from death to life. Lord, we thank you. For Esther, we thank you. For Brother Jignesh and his wife celebrating their wedding anniversary, we thank you. We bless your name for Rachel and the spirit of excellence that came and overwhelmed that exam. Lord, we thank you. And for your son that you gave victory on every side. Brother Saga, we thank you. And for every testimony that has not been shared from this altar tonight, still, we thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Lord, do it again. Move again in our midst to the glory of your name. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. God bless you. Put your hands together for the Lord. You may be seated. Please be seated. I'll be sharing very briefly on the blessedness of the blood of Jesus. The blood of Jesus is the reason for our victory. Can I hear an amen? amen. <laughs> what would this world look like if Jesus didn't die and shed his blood? Amen. I mean, even with the fact that there is a redemption plan, the world is still in chaos. Praise the Lord. The blessedness of the blood of Jesus. And we looked briefly at that during the Good Friday service. But I have a very strong direction from the Lord to continue. And so I will share within the short time that I have before we come forward. What's in this blood? I mean, what did it do for us? Praise the Lord. Amen? I plead the blood of Jesus. I mean, what does that mean to you? Praise God. Hallelujah. First John chapter 3 verse 16. God's love showed up in Jesus Hereby perceive we the love of God because he laid down his life for us and we ought to lay down our lives for the brethren. For God so loved the world, John 3.16, that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Amen. So, we understand from these two scriptures that love came down from heaven and appeared to us. And for as many of us as will embrace the finished work of love, we have 
life everlasting. We have access to life everlasting. So I wrote here, the good news is not about condemnation, but love, unconditional love. However, to appropriate it, you and I must respond to that law. So the question is, are you responding to it? Am I responding to it? How many of our brethren are we encouraging to respond to it? Never mind that they insult you and uh, call you a fool or look at you as if you don't know what you are doing. It will soon show who is foolish. <laughs> Praise God. Amen. Amen. <laughs> it will soon show whether it's them or us. Praise the Lord. It will soon show. Amen. So, what's in the blood? And then we said on Good Friday that the first thing I saw there is Jesus shed his blood to bring redemption, to bring ransom, to bring rescue, to bring recovery, repossession, retrieval, salvation, discharge, deliverance. He paid it all. He brought rescue. Praise the Lord. So when you are cornered, Lord of Jesus, bring me out. <laughs> Amen. And the door will open for you. Amen. I said the door will open for you. Amen. So the blood of Jesus is not what we shout when we are in fear. It's what we provoke when we have confidence. It's our backbone in the faith. Is the source of our confidence on earth and in heaven. Praise the Lord. God of Jesus. Bring me out. Bring me out. Bring me out. Rescue. Redemption. You are coming out today. As you come for prayers. Be praying, blood of Jesus, said to me today. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. <laughs> Colossians, sorry, Galatians chapter 3 verse 13. Christ has redeemed us from the cause of the law, being made a cause for us, for it is written, cause is everyone that hangeth on the tree, that be blessing might come on the Gentiles through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. So, Jesus shed his blood to avert the curses. Jesus shed his blood to release the blessing. Jesus shed his blood to open the way for access by the Holy Ghost into our lives. Praise the Lord. Blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. 
open the way. Amen? Amen. You will never be stranded again. Let me hear a louder amen. amen. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 11. But Christ being come and high priest of good things to come by a greater and a more perfect tabernacle, not made with hands, that is to say, not of this building, neither by the blood of goats and calves, but by his own blood, he entered in once into the holy place and obtained a forever redemption for us. I mean, you just see things not going right as a believer. You react. Praise the Lord. Just going haywire. You react. You respond. Blood of Jesus. Amen. You know, it was Jesus that said to the storm, Peace be still. And the life of the flesh is in the blood. The same power when he was here physically is still resident in that blood here physically. Praise the Lord. How many are really taking advantage of this thing? I see what God said to me is to just show and help somebody get into this flow. Amen. For the past one or two months now in intercession is blood warfare. Because you must be free. I say you must be free. In the name of Jesus. Jesus has obtained an eternal redemption for us. Let's walk in the reality of it. Number two. What's in the blood? The power of repentance. The power of repentance. Ephesians 1, seven, In whom we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of sins. According to the riches of his grace. So there is provision for redemption and provision for forgiveness. Amen. But there is something in between redemption and remission. And that is repentance. True repentance comes from the blood. <laughs> I show you that in a minute. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, you may think that it is possible for you to truly repent of a bad habit. And it just won't go. Lord, you know, I'm sorry. I don't know how to... But I don't know how to stop this thing. The blood will stop it. The blood of Jesus will stop it today. In the name of Jesus. One man of God was having a challenge with uh, fornication. And he went to fast. And fasted and fasted. And fasted and fasting knew that he fasted it. Amen. And came out of this fasting and fell into fornication again. <laughs> Amen. The blood of Jesus. Understanding is a wellspring of life to him that has it. You tap into the flow of power when you understand. We are limited in our work with God by the level of understanding we trade. 
Amen? There is one that fasted and fasted and lost his life. Why? He was fasting without understanding. Amen? This thing delivers primarily by the spirit of understanding. I pray tonight that you will catch it in the name of Jesus. Repentance. Acts chapter 2, verse 37. Let's see this. Now when they had this, they were pricked in their heart and said unto Peter and to the rest of the apostles, Men and brethren, what shall we do? Peter told them, You have no other choice but to give your life to Christ. (laughs) And then he said to them, Then Peter said unto them, Repent! And be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remission of sins. Repent. So, repentance comes before remission of sins. Until you are truly repentant, there is the risk of a fall back into the vomit. And the power to truly repent is in the blood. Amen? Amen. Are you here? Yeah. Somebody is blessed tonight. Okay. Somebody is wondering. What's pastor talking about? Acts chapter 5 verse 29. Then this Peter and the apostles, other apostles answered and said, We ought to obey God rather than men. The God of our fathers raised up Jesus whom ye slew and hanged on a tree. Him had God exalted with his right hand to be a prince and a savior, to give repentance to Israel. That until he slain, <laughs> there is no other way to repentance. The blood of goats and bulls that Moses brought in the laws of Torah in the Old Testament couldn't do it. Couldn't do it. Israel, Israel, every time God delivered them, they fell into sin again. Did you see it? (laughs) Every time, every time. Say, take the goats, take the bulls for sin offering for burnt offering, for any offering, they were still going back. And I sat down one day and I was wondering, I was asking myself, with all that God did for them in Egypt, they still gathered themselves together and went and formed a golden calf. What kind of people are these? (laughs) So it must mean that this blood of goats and bulls wasn't working. Praise the Lord. The power you have to say no to sin is the blood. The power of the blood of Jesus at work in your heart, truly and fully embraced, is your guarantee against every work of darkness and unfruitful works of the flesh. Praise the Lord. True repentance comes in your embracing the blood of Jesus. I mean, you just look at what Jesus did and how he shed his blood. And how he shed his blood. And you just tell yourself, no, I'm not going to be found here anymore. Blood of Jesus, speak for me. 
blood of Jesus, deliver me from this. You know it's the blood of rescue. Praise the Lord. Many have thought that redemption is only about coming to the front and giving their lives to Christ. It's not just about that. It's a total package. Rescued from the works of darkness and the works of the flesh. Praise the Lord. So that you will not be rising today and falling tomorrow. And rising today and falling tomorrow. And then say, I will spill you out. You shall not be spooned out in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hebrews chapter 9 verse 14. The blood of Jesus has the power to purge our conscience to true repentance. To shed his blood, he had to die. Hebrews 9.14 How much more shall the blood of Christ, who through the eternal spirit offered himself without spot to God, purge your conscience. Purge your conscience until it reaches your conscience. I say with confidence that that repentance is not genuine. Amen? Purge your conscience from dead works. From the things that you and me are doing that we shouldn't be doing. Praise the Lord. And I've always said that, you know, holiness is much more in what we do than how we look. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen? Amen. You see a pastor now with a collar. A pastor with a collar. Captured in the midst of ham robbers. What kind of pastor is he, this one? Oh, he's a collar. He's looking like a pastor. But in the midst of ham robbers. In fact, he's your godfather. They come to give him returns. <laughs> Is the one that prays for them when they are going for operation. A pastor. Things are happening, no? And we are seeing things. Praise the Lord. If some arrange kidnapping. So it's not just that we are church, we are spouse. It's not that. The conscience is dead. And he says he's repenting. For what? How much more shall until this blood? I pray that the blood of Jesus will gain access to your heart today. Amen. Say, as you are sitting down there, you better be looking at what you are struggling with. Blood of Jesus, help me. Now, for somebody now, this may be your last warning. This may just be your last warning. And I'm saying that by the Spirit of the Lord. If you don't stop, God have mercy. Number three. <laughs> Remission. The blood of Jesus. It's the blood of atonement. Amen. Praise the Lord. Are you blessed? Hebrews chapter 9 verse 22. And almost all things are by the law. Purged with blood. And without shedding of this blood, there is no remission. I went to look for the meaning of remission in the Bible. If I was looking for the Greek word, I couldn't find it on time. But I understood from my studies that, that forgiveness or remission actually means forgiveness, means cancellation, means 
to suspend whatever wrong you have done without any recourse to it again. Praise the Lord. Now, so that means to, to suspend it, there must be some work done in your conscience. Amen? Tell your neighbor, stop playing games with God. <laughs> because he is targeting your conscience. Amen. Stop playing games with God. Colossians chapter 1 verse 14. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins. So the blood of Jesus is what forgives our sins. Lord of Jesus, have mercy on me. You know, there is also a way you pray and you embrace these truths. Very simple truths that God said I should share tonight, but these little foxes may be the reason you are limited. Blood of Jesus. And when you say, when you, say, when you, say you, you are sorry, do you really mean it? Or it's just lip service. Amen. Many have turned forgiveness of sins, asking for forgiveness. Many have turned it to a ritual. Praise the Lord. In Jesus' name. Father, the sin of my father, my mother, her own father and her own mother, the sin of my generations, my father's father's father. The one that I know when I did, the sin that I didn't know I did, the sin that I will do tomorrow, ah, the one I will commit next week, ah, what kind of sin there is this one? <laughs> Amen. And say, yeah, but the Bible says, if we say we have no sin, we lie and we deceive ourselves. So you have license to be sinning every day and be, and be arranging how to sin next week. You are programming it already. That's the kind of mindset you have. Man, that's not Christianity. Praise God. You can make mistakes, then we know it's a mistake. Praise the Lord. Then we know it's a mistake, we didn't know. Not the one who say, no, no, you know, you know. You know, I'm flesh and blood. If only I can, I may but, I may but do it this one one time. Next week I will not do don't kill me yet. <laughs> you may die there. Praise God. Praise the Lord. It's good. You know, you know the reason why a pastor prays if we have done anything every Friday. You know the reason why he prays it? I've I, I studied. The reason why he has to keep praying that prayer is because we expect newcomers. Newcomers who may not be born again. Who may hinder our, our prayer. It's not because of you that has been coming since they started Oman. You are as old as Oman. And I say, no, anyway, Pastor, we say if there is anything. So we hide under that one. Ah. He said, you trample on the blood of the covenant and make the finished work of redemption of non effect. Understand, scripture? Praise the Lord. Are you here tonight? We are flesh and blood. I know. But the Bible says be holy. The Bible says be perfect. 
So where is this perfection that we are striving? Where is this holiness that we are looking for? If every day, you know, Lord, you know, and flesh and blood. They are just hiding under flesh and blood and committing all sorts of atrocities. Believers. Amen? That shall not be you anymore. In the name of Jesus. Are you blessed? Romans chapter 10 verse 4. For it is not possible that the blood of bulls and goats will take away sins. Verse 6. In both offerings and sacrifices for sin, thou hast no pleasure. For sin, God has no pleasure. Then said he, Lo, I come to do thy will, O God. He taketh away the first that he may establish the second. By the which we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once and for all. Verse 16. This is the covenant that I make with them, that after those days, saith the Lord, I will put my laws in their hearts and in their minds. I will write them, and their sins and iniquities will I remember no more. Verse 18. Now, where remission of this is, there is no more offering for sin. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Tell your neighbor, stop being sin conscious. Be, be holiness conscious. That's why we drive, it will drive your thoughts, it will drive your actions. And let the blood of Jesus help you. And help me. You shall be helped. You will not fall again. In the name of Jesus. Are you blessed? <laughs> Number four. What's in the blood? The power of reconciliation. We spoke about this a lot during the Good Friday service. But I will just mention here that we have been reconciled to God. means no more enmity between us. We have access. We said that. And then we have Ephesians chapter 2 verse 13. Let's open that quickly. But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off, have been brought close by the blood of Christ. For he is our peace, who has made both one and has broken down the middle wall of partition between us, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain one new man so making peace. Verse 16. And that he might reconcile both unto God in one body by the cross, having slain the enmity thereby. So the blood of Jesus has removed the enmity. We have access to the best. Praise the Lord. Number five, we are brought into a covenant relationship with our God. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15. We are brought into a covenant relationship by the blood. Hebrews chapter 9, verse 15. And for this cause, he is the mediator of a new covenant, that by means of death, for the redemption of the transgressions that were under the first testament, they which are called might receive the promise of eternal inheritance. Hear this. 
for where a testament is, a testament is a covenant. Are you there? There must also of necessity be the death of the testator. For a testament is of force after men are dead. Otherwise, it is of no strength at all. Why the testator live it? So when he died and shed his blood for us, we were brought into a new covenant. A new covenant relationship. Praise the Lord. That forbids some things from happening to us. And by right brings us into the reality of some things. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That's why they give you some letter now. Some letter that everybody is crying over and you are laughing. You all got the same letter. And everybody is crying and you are laughing. And everybody crying, kept quiet and looking at you. And you are still laughing. Huh? What's wrong with this man? Yeah, because you know what they don't know. You know that the covenant you are in has been paid for by the blood of Jesus. And it forbids some things from happening to you. You walk in the reality of that and you declare it with boldness. And the situation must bow to your word. Praise the Lord. Amen. So whatever letter they gave you now, whether it's from the office or not, never mind. Your case is different. Tell your neighbor your case is different. Amen. Praise the Lord. Even if they told you to leave a man, your case is still different. You know why? The part of the just is as the shining light. We shine it more and more. So you tell yourself, it's just an opportunity to go to a better place. Why? My case is different. Can God be in heaven and be mismanaging your life? Can God bring you and me into this covenant and keep us stranded? These are the things that should be going through our minds as believers when we come to victory night. When we remember the victory purchased by the blood, we grow in confidence. We grow in confidence. What is happening, notwithstanding. Praise the Lord. I tell them all the time in intercession that the challenge I face is taller than the tallest building in Oman. The challenge that I face. Me. I used to tell them there a lot. But you can never see it on my face. In fact, when you see me, you think that this man has no problem in life. (laughs) Praise the Lord. This man can never have any challenge in his life. It's not true. So as long as you're on this earth, you must have challenge. In fact, it is the challenge that proves who you are. The more the challenge, the more the opportunity to show the son of who you are. Praise the Lord. The hotter the challenge, the hotter the opportunity to show that I am in a covenant. I am in a covenant. This is not permitted to happen. And paraventure God has allowed it to happen. It must be to my advantage. It must work in my favor. Amen? 
And you carry your hair high. And you open your white teeth. With confidence. Praise the Lord. Some people don't want to open their arms. Is it not white? Praise God. The covenant forbids some things. You need to understand. And the covenant that you are in allows some things. And it is sealed and nothing by with the blood of Jesus Christ. Amen? This should matter to you. Walk in the reality of it. When the enemy is trying to harass you, stop there, Satan. The blood of Jesus has paid for my life. Stop there. You say it with confidence. The blood of Jesus Christ has paid for it. Amen? You shall not see shame again. I don't care how many people are against you. Very shortly, it will turn in your favor. Let me hear a louder amen. amen. Now, for example, I wrote here, one of the things that we are entitled to in this covenant is full restoration of whatever has been lost. Not partial, full. 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 First Peter chapter 5 verse 10. But the God of all grace, who has called us into his eternal glory by the blood that Jesus Christ shed, who has called us into glory, not shame. And I said on this altar a few months back that glory is our inheritance, not shame. Glory is our inheritance, not shame. Glory is our inheritance. Everywhere they are programming shame for you. By the blood of Jesus, there is a restoration now. After that, you have suffered a while. So, a while suffering is permitted. That same God, by the blood of Jesus, He will make you perfect. He will make you perfect. He will establish you. He will strengthen you. He will settle you. God will settle you. I said God will settle you. In the name of Jesus, so shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. You have a right to enjoy your health in this covenant. You have a right to enjoy your health. Whatever trouble you are having with your health, as you come to this altar for prayers, it shall fade away like the dream of the night. In the name of Jesus. Number six, the blood of Jesus. Keeps us as long as we can tap into the flow. Keeps us. Living a life of sanctification. Amen? And I keep saying that I don't go to everywhere. It's not possible. If I prefer to stay at home than go anywhere. If not for church. Because that's where you go and say what you shouldn't be seeing. That's where you go and see what you shouldn't be seeing. That's where you walk into the wrong company. If you are not in the midst of believers, you are lost. Never mind what is happening. If you are not in the midst of believers, true believers, you are lost. You are lost. You are lost. If you are not in church, if you are not in the center of God's presence, you are lost. You are lost. 
You shall not be lost. You shall not be drawn away from this faith. Hebrews chapter 13, verse 11. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary after they are killed. You know, he keeps painting the picture of the Old Testament. He keeps painting it. That men, those guys with all the laws, couldn't just make any meaning of their faith. So Jesus just had to come. And when he shed his blood, let's read it. Let's read it quickly because I need to close. For the bodies of those beasts whose blood is brought into the sanctuary after they are killed by the high priest for sin are born. Wherefore, verse 12, Jesus also, that he might sanctify the people with his own blood, suffered outside the gate, the target, the target of the blood is sanctification. Blood of Jesus, keep my eyes today. Keep my thoughts today. I'm showing you how to pray now with the blood. Keep my thoughts. Let me not wonder. Blood of Jesus. I understand that you are the power to keep me holy. Praise the Lord. Blood of Jesus, direct my thoughts. Amen. Every time I want to sleep and the devil wants to play around my mind. Blood of I cover my, I wash my heart, my mind, my spirit man. With the blood of Jesus Christ. And I sleep like a baby today. Man. I sleep and um, my wife used to tell me that I asked nothing to. I don't believe her. But because she's my wife, I believe. God, the day your wife started telling you lies. That's the end. So you better believe. So I must be snoring truly. So it must mean that I'm sleeping deeply. Praise God. Hallelujah. Although they say that snoring is not healthy, right? So I need to do something about that. <laughs> Praise God. But the reality is this. That when your mind is wandering, brethren, blood of Jesus, I plead, you're only, plead, only pleading the blood of Jesus when you want to drive out of the house. You're only pleading the blood of Jesus when you want to enter your car. You're only pleading the blood of Jesus around your heart. Around your house. What about your mind? Your mind is where the battle is. The day your mind runs amok is over. Your mind. Your mind, sir. I plead the blood of Jesus over my mind. It shall not go where it should not go. It shall not stray from the center of God's will. Praise the Lord. That's why you keep seeing me jumping up and down. Like the way I'm jumping. It's deliberate. It's deliberate. May God give us understanding. In the name of Jesus. So, in closing, in closing, so that we can do what we have to do very quickly, let me say this. Amen? Verse 13, Hebrews 13 let us go forth therefore unto him without the camp, bearing his reproach. Verse 20. Now the God of peace that brought again the, from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, through the blood of the everlasting covenant, make you perfect. Make you perfect. Can you see that? Through the blood. Make you perfect. 
in every good work to do his will. In the name of Jesus. Working in you through his blood. That which is well pleasing in his sight. Are you reading the Bible? Through his blood. Through Jesus Christ to whom be glory forever and ever. That's, it, that's where it is. And you must get it. I say you must get it. Let me add one or two more. Revolution. The blood of Jesus Christ brought revelation. The blood of Jesus Christ brought, gave us access to revelation. You see that in Revelation chapter 5 verse 1 to 8. When the blood was shed, we have access to scripture, to the world. Amen. The blood of Jesus gave us access to revelation. And because we have access to a revelation, we have become a revolution. Praise the Lord. Are you there? We have become a revolution. Man, what will happen with you from today? The world will gather to rejoice with you. In the name of Jesus. The blood of Jesus made us a wonder. A wonder. A wonder. A wonder. A wonder. A wonder. A wonder, a wonder, a wonder, praise the Lord. And the blood of Jesus gave us access to the resurrection power, to the resurrection power. You know, if Jesus did not die and shed his blood, there will be no resurrection. Am I correct? Uh-huh. So you understand that one. Let's be on our feet. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Very quickly, very quickly, now we understand some things about the blood. So, when you come out here, amen, and it's going to be very fast because quite a number of our brethren, brethren will join us. When you come out here, come out with an understanding that you are coming face to face with the blood of the covenant that forbids the things harassing you to be there. Amen. Are you there? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now, one of the reasons why I pay so much attention to my mind and I pay attention to the blood is because I need to carry a particular mentality. There is a mentality of the believer. Amen? That your mind is programmed after Scripture. And cannot imagine any other thing but scripture. Are you here? Praise the Lord. So if you cannot imagine any other thing but scripture, imagine that there is no other thing that will happen to you tonight, but your desire will be answered. Let me hear a loud amen. Amen. We are praying for you in intercession by 7 a.m. That you will not come here empty. I pray that you will not come here empty. So, you want a touch? Come now. Eh? All the leaders will join us. And we agree with you. One, two, three minutes. Two minutes. One minute. You now know that the blood is thick and working. Amen? So, you come here pleading the blood. Pleading the blood. Pleading the blood. Pleading the blood. Very fast. We are already behind time. Amen? Under five, ten minutes we are done. And we shut down the service. Praise the Lord. You want to agree with any of the pastors on any issue? 
We are all believers. Amen. Is there anybody that has not given his life to Christ here? We have all embraced the blood. Amen. So you want us, the leaders, to agree with you on any issue? Come to the altar quickly. The blood of Jesus is working. Hallelujah. 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 I want us to pray for every leader that came out tonight. And Lord, every virtue that has flown out of everyone that has prayed for people, Lord, fill it back. Can you pray that prayer? And Lord, this one we commit unto your hand. Whatsoever the need in the life of everyone you have used to minister tonight, Lord, meet everyone at the point of their need. Lord, as we have ministered to your children, Lord, please, whatever it is, everyone that came out tonight to minister, meet everyone at the point of their need in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Now, when doctors give you prescription, I know many of us, we, we stick to that prescription more than you stick to the prescription of prayer. You don't miss it. It will be because of the medication you don't fast, isn't it? Now, pastor has given you prescription tonight. And what is it? What is it? It's not left to you. He said, use it in the morning, in the afternoon, before you sleep, at all times, in the time of emergency, every time. Drench yourself where? In the blood of Jesus. And you will see the difference in the name of Jesus. So when I see the blood, I will what? I will pass you by. So consciously make sure you apply that blood over your life, over your children, over your career, over your home, over your food, everything you have. It is your prescription. Use it lavishly. Are you with me? And you will see the testimony that follow in the name of Jesus. Say, Father, I drench myself and my household. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Father, we give you praise. Thank you for your son that you have used. We pray that Lord you will replenish that which have gone out of your son tonight. In the name of Jesus. Thank you for our understanding that you have opened up the grace to use this prescription. Lord, for your own glory, we receive in the name of Jesus. Thank you, blessed Redeemer. There's one more prayer I'm going to pray. Sorry, we're taking your time. We're going to go to a new month tomorrow, right? Five represent grace. And the Bible says, And Noah found grace. He found grace before the Lord. Remember, the whole world was in chaos. Doing whatever they like. That everybody was on their own. And God was angry with the whole world. But Noah did what? Found grace. Say, Father, in the month of May, single me hard for your grace. 
Are you praying that prayer? Lord, I don't know what you have trust in God for. Lord, let me find grace. Let me find grace. Let me find grace. Favor me and my household in the month of May. Cause me and my household to find grace, oh God. Grace that is beyond human understanding, human explanation. Single me and my household heart for your grace in the month of May 2018. Single me and my household heart for your uncommon grace in the month of May 2018. In the name of Jesus, in the midst of the uncomfortable issues around people, people are passing through challenges. Lord, single me and my household heart for your favor. In the midst of joblessness, in the midst of sicknesses, in the midst of calamities, in the midst of unpleasant issues, I pray to people, single me and my family heart for your grace. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. As you go to that one, the Lord will go with you. I said, the Lord will go with you. This time next month, your testimony shall be in multiples in the name of Jesus. And the grace of the Lord shall be more than sufficient for you in the name of Jesus. You will enjoy favor in the morning in the name of Jesus. In the afternoon, you will enjoy favor in the name of Jesus. In the evening, favor will overtake you in the name of Jesus. And at night, the favor of God will rest with you in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We give you all the glory. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Let's share the grace of God and fellowship. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. The love of God. The fellowship of the Holy Spirit. Be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us. All the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Our bountiful harvest is sure as we commit to tirelessly labor for soul. God bless you in Jesus' name.